mental flexibility, which is your capacity to act in the face of adversity in line with your values. If you can maintain mental flexibility, it's this idea of like, oh, I'm going to like continue on this path toward health, even if it means I'm redefining my definition of what a workout is. Health is the value. Staying in connection with your body is the value. So you're working with your behavior and making it malleable in order to maintain that connection. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Hello. How are you? Good. I am one day away hours away. Okay. It's 2 PM my time. I'm like 10 hours away from completing the 75 hard. Oh my gosh. So this is your last day. My last day. You're at 74. I have done the 74 hard. (laughs) And actually last night, Davis and I went to dinner and it had like this beautiful cocktail list and wine list and like some of the food I'll get into later, like what our dietary restrictions have been. So some of the mm-hmm. food just looked amazing. And he was like, just off the of principle, can we do the 73 hard and be like, screw you the last two days. Like we did it. Um, <laughs> I love that's his, his like little anarchist like self, you know, coming yes. out. Yes. My little punk rock fiance that is like, Fuck the man. We're going to do something yeah. pretty hard. Exactly. Yeah. Which I will say it was very, very tough for me to not totally crack in that moment and be like, yeah, we've made it. Like we're close <laughs> enough. I know. I totally would have. I would have been like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Let's, let's just not. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Um. So yes, it is 10 hours away and it feels really good because mm. we tried this one other time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really funny because it was when Davis and I first got together. And so it's also been interesting kind of like tracking. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Noticing our difference. Dynamic. Yeah. Yes. Our, our way of communicating what has become important to us now versus years ago mm-hmm. when we tried to do this. Um, and yes, the one thing that has stayed stable between years ago trying to do this and the four days that we lasted and this time is that Davis still resents me for about 15 minutes every night when he cannot eat ice cream. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Davis. I don't know if people are listening and they don't know Davis, he eats more food and more sweets than like, I think anybody I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's unreal. It is. And talk about like, I have always been the person because I have a sweet tooth and like anyone who knows anything about nutrition knows the second you're eating sugar, like you just want to eat more of it. So I, Mm -hmm. if I allowed myself, I would absolutely keep up with him, but I have always been the person that is like, I would way rather change my environment than test my willpower. So I just won't buy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same. If it's not in the house or like, and that's, you know, that's why it's always like, Amy, you want to go get a little treat? Like, I yeah, don't exactly. have it in the house, so we have to go out to get we it. We have to go drive to go get it. Uh, which is a barrier yeah. to entry, and I typically won't go do it. Uh, but then yeah, you... I just keep, like, opening my cupboard and looking to see, like, what's there. And it's just dried cranberries. And I'm like, all right, that's that's on the menu. Let's go. Yeah, but you keep opening the fridge, hoping that, like, some little gremlin will, will pop out. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I'm sorry, I totally derailed you. No, that's totally fine. But I think that, um, right, there's always all those memes that are like, there's two types of people in this world, like the ones that sleep in and the ones that are morning people and they marry each other. That's how I feel. It's like, there is like the sugar fiend that just keeps it around all the time. And the person that's also a sugar fiend, but just like won't have it and they marry each other. And so, um, yes, anytime he starts getting really spicy with me in the evenings, I'm like, Ooh, ice cream craving, uh, which has been funny, but, uh, (laughs) so good. Yeah. What do you want to start with? I'm so curious to hear how, yeah, these 74 days have gone and maybe like, what was your mindset when you started it before versus when you started it this time? Totally. Um, just to frame the challenge, if people are like, what the fuck is this? Oh yeah. We should tell people like, what, <laughs> what, it what is. are they talking about? Um, it's 75 days of no alcohol. You drink a gallon of water a day. You choose and stick to a nutrition plan. Um, you do two 45 minute workouts a day, one of which has to be outside and you read 10 pages of nonfiction every day. Um, which anyone who is like, wow, you lost me at like the first two bullet points. (laughs) Yes. Right. Like this challenge has been circulating the internet. It's, you know, we're early in 2024. I think a lot of people have seen the 75 hard or heard of it at this point. Um, and the way I stepped into it last time was like, I'm going to do this thing. Like I'm going to get super fit and, do all this stuff and like all of these habits and I'm going to do them all perfectly. And I'm going to like be the best. And this time uh, we were invited into the challenge. I don't want to say under false pretenses, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I had a buddy that was like a handful of us did it. um, And we kind of had this like accountability group, which I think is really important as a side note for anyone that's trying to make any kind of lifestyle change, having accountability outside of yourself is huge. Um, yeah. Oh, the one other thing you're supposed to take a like um, photo, every day. photo every day, which I did not do because coming out of like competitive CrossFit and like tracking mm-hmm. all the food I ate and like, because it's supposed seeking, to be like a progress picture. <clears throat> it's supposed to yeah. be a progress picture. Um, for me, I just knew with like my mental health and what I will do taking a picture of my body every day that like wasn't a healthy thing for me to do. Yeah. So I took one the first day of the challenge and I will take one the last day of the challenge because I am intrigued like what has happened Changed, physically. Yeah. Um, but me taking one every day just was not going to happen for me. Yeah. So and Davis bless his heart. He was like, he didn't know it was supposed to be a picture of you. So he was just like taking a picture of like his dumbbells when he worked out. I <laughs> saw that because he was posting it on social media. And I was like, I don't think he gets yeah. what the photo thing is, but yeah. that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Which also caused really funny interaction and communication between us because um, he was like, I don't get it. Like, why won't you take a photo every day? And I was like, it is so bad for my body image and mental health to take a picture of my body every day. Like, oh, it mu-. and then I turned into such a brat. I was like, oh, it must be nice to be a chiseled Greek god and not know what it's like to not want to take a picture of your body. And that's when it came out. He's like, I'm taking pictures of like dumbbells and like my Stuff. gallon of water. Yeah. And I was like, 
Okay. Yeah. We, we are not the we same. We are different. <laughs> yeah. Um, after, yeah, tub of ice cream every day and still has great yes. form. Yeah. And I will not um, take away from how hard he works because he does yes. work really, really hard. He works hard. very hard. Yeah. Um, and like what most people would be like, wow, I got a great workout in today. It's like, it's just a Tuesday for him. Like he'll go mm -hmm. on like a 60 mile bike ride and then be like, get home be like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym now. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> what are you just, talking about? My brain would be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cannot compute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so even though we're like totally trashing his sweet tooth, he is a very, very, hard worker and athlete and really prioritizes so much other stuff that you know he yes can, yeah he can very much get away with it he can't uh, he can't defend himself on the podcast so I know. we should probably be a little kinder we should be I kind. this. sorry we love you um <laughs> anyway so i digress again um this time we got lured into it uh with this accountability group that kind of just was like, you know, when everyone takes their foot off the gas at the end of the year, what if we put our foot on it and we just try to have better habits through the holidays? And I was like, yeah, that totally sounds like something I can get behind. Then <laughs> the day one of the challenge comes and I get this message that's like, welcome to the 75 hard. It's this, 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 and this explains the challenge. If you can adhere to it, go ahead and just leave the group now. <laughs> like, it was a really intense message to which <laughs> Davis did not know I had signed him up. And so before he saw the message, I immediately called him and I was like, before you open your messages, um, I just want to apologize because I didn't know this is what I was signing us up for. <laughs> <laughs> so he has also been just like, the best sport ever because he did like, he not know that he was you no he had no idea at all like no, no, no. i know well because i this is something that you have to like mentally prepare yes you do you do need to well maybe it was better that i didn't mentally it. prepare for it because i i stuck to it this time the last time i mentally prepared um yeah and so i think it, it was almost like you know, what's worse, the fact that I signed up for something not really knowing what it was, or like, it was very kind of like fluffy language. And then what it turned out being was um, very, very different than what I had expected. And what I had in turn signed my fiance up to also do. Right. Because you were, and you're referencing like the communication of the group. Right. You didn't think that it was really going to be that intense. I did not. Yes. Um, and yeah. coming Which from like, it's hilarious coming from the name being a 75 heart challenge. Like uh, that is the most like bored white bro stuff. Like you have ever heard. Totally. <laughs> Maybe you should try volunteering, you know, or like, anything, literally anything else. <laughs> Just do anything else <laughs> with your life. Absolutely. You don't need another challenge. You need to help your community. <laughs> Yes. And the amount of time that is poured into this challenge, you could do a lot of help to the community. I tell you what. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, it was not advertised to me as a 75 hard. And then when I got the message that we were doing the 75 hard, I immediately apologized to my partner and we were off to the races. We did it anyway. Um, 
that's hilarious that you didn't know that's what you were signing up for. Yeah, I had no, no. You were just kind of like, maybe it's like a 75 medium or. Well, they didn't even say it was 75 days. It was let's get through the holidays oh. with good habits. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yes. damn, this is uh, a bait and a switch, you know? Yes, massive switch. It's just more stick than carrot, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Amy is just on it with the one-liners today. Yeah, it was a baby carrot on like a fucking fishing pole. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> anyway, but I made it. Well, we'll see. I have 10 more hours before I can officially say that. Um, And... <laughs> there was a lot of change. Like the first week I was like, okay, my outdoor workout has to be a ruck or a run, or like, I'm actually like doing my fitness class outside or, you know what? It was very intense. And then, you know, my indoor workout was hot Pilates or another hit class or lifting. And I was just doing the most. And it became very, very clear, very, very quickly that that was not going to be sustainable for 75 days. Yeah. That just is not something that you could maintain. Yeah. And I think that that's something that loses a lot of people is, oh my gosh, how am I going to do two 45 minute workouts a day? And what switched for me was workout went from, I have to be done with this in a puddle of my own sweat mm-hmm. and miserable I have to feel ruined you know after, right. after each 45 minute workout yeah. yes to I am going to dedicate time intentional time for mindful movement yeah. and so mm-hmm. most days my outdoor workout was a walk with my dogs yeah. and what was really like the biggest thing to overcome with that after I redefined workout for myself was Amy can attest I don't I don't really like weather outside of sunshine <laughs> and so it was she's like a, she's a fair weather gal I am fair I weather am, only yes only I live in California for a reason I, I was not cut out for Denver yeah, Amy knows this she also witnessed Denver Lindsay yeah she um was not happy she wasn't she was cold and soggy and yeah, yeah. she wasn't happy but we um, earn our summers here. You do. Yeah. Um, and I did not know what that was like coming from San Diego to Denver, like <laughs> harsh reality yeah. check. Um, and so, yeah, you know, we did it through November, December into January. And there's still, you know, contrary to popular belief, there is still rain. There is still cold uh, in California. And so like, or visiting uh, my partner's parents in Oregon, like there was snow. And so I had to go do these things that I really didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And it helped me feel very accomplished to be like, oh, I did the thing. I didn't want to yeah. do it. And I did it. Um, so I think that was kind of the big change for me that made this achievable was mm-hmm. exactly that looking at the challenge and saying, okay, what does workout mean for me? Yeah. Making it realistic. Right. Yeah. Like you were, you changed the definition of what the word workout means to you, you know, which is so important. I talk to clients about this all the time of like redefining what does this word mean to you? You know? And it's, I think it's so powerful. Absolutely. Words have the most power, right. And how we talk to ourselves and what words we choose and, yeah, I think that wrapping my head around that 
um, was super helpful. And to have a crew of people doing it with me, like when Davis would notice that I was just like beat down and he would be like, hey, maybe tonight you mobilize, you stretch. Like you don't need to go take another hot Pilates class. Just like walk the dogs and stretch tonight. Yes. Um, Yeah. And so that was a huge takeaway. Um, a question that I got a lot was like, oh my God, the holidays, the partying, the like different things you do. How did you not drink? Um, and at first, like Amy can also attest to this. I don't drink a whole lot as it is. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's I feel a, like when you do, it's like you like we all you'll you know like really enjoy or imbibe and be with people. It's like if you do it with people, you know. right. I'm not a like decompressed glass of wine at the end of every night kind of person. Um, I am like football game on a Saturday, UGA is playing, let's have a couple beers with friends, um, things like that. And so I think because there were times um, kind of stimuli where I would probably partake in a cocktail or a glass of wine, Um, be it the holidays or New Year's Eve or these different things. Um, it gave me a lot of compassion for people who are choosing or for other reasons have to be alcohol free or substance free. Um, because yeah, there were a ton of times where it was like, yeah, I would really enjoy a glass of wine with this nice dinner or Mm -hmm. going Yeah. Right, to absolutely. brunch with all my friends and they're all drinking and I'm having a soda water. Um, and there were a lot of thoughts that went through my head, like when everyone at the table would order something and then I would get a water or a mocktail. Like I had all the stories of like, oh, I wonder what the server's thinking right now. Like, Mm, does am the I server the, think I am an addict or right. yeah, something Does like the that? server Yeah. think I have a problem or am I the superhero and I'm just everyone's DD who knows. Right. But like, it gave me a lot of perspective of how often <laughs> when we are making conscious decisions to do something that is different than the mainstream or different than mm our hmm crew, um, how easy it is to assume what other people are thinking. mm hmm And the reality is they're probably not thinking anything. The ser if anything, from somebody who was a server forever, their, their thoughts are probably like, oh, cheap bastard, I hope she doesn't get the bill. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and so I think it was another kind of lesson in how quickly we jump to people having like the worst case scenario or the worst thoughts about us, the stories we tell ourselves about what our actions must make other people think. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and 
testing, right? I kind of joked earlier about it's easier to change your environment than test your willpower, but it really is, you know, like mm -hmm. how many times, and we always like still went to the engagements. We hosted Friendsgiving at our house. We hosted our yeah, parents totally. at our house for the holidays. It would, this challenge would have been much easier if I just like permitted. Um, yes. And been like, nope, I have this super regimented way that I have to do this thing. Um, and anything outside of that is just like intolerable. Um, I wouldn't have lasted 75 days. And I think a lot of people tend to do that or have that very rigid way of thinking when trying to adopt a lifestyle change or a habit. Um, mm -hmm. You know, um, James Clear talks about it a ton in Atomic Habits. Yeah, or like willpower being like a muscle, right? It's something that is... A, that we have a, like a limited amount of each day. Right. So if you have, you know, I think he talks about like the bowl of cookies on the table, you know, on the counter, right. If you walk by it 15 times, the 16th time you're going to grab a cookie. Right. Or for me, like the second time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that, but also when he talks about, um, you know, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it's like start smaller than small and then smaller than that. Um, right. Yeah. With the I, habit stacking, with yeah. the habit stacking, right? Like if your if your goal is to run a marathon, that doesn't mean that you like put your running shoes on and you go run. How much is a marathon? Twenty six point two mile. No, a marathon. Oh, a marathon is 26.2, but yeah, right. half marathon is 13. Okay. Right. Either way, you don't just like throw your shoes on and run 13 or 26 miles, right? You have to slowly build up to that. And even my mindset around, okay, slowly building might've been, I'll do a mile today and then I'll do two miles tomorrow. It's like, no, even get smaller than that. Mm -hmm. Today, your goal is just to put on your running shoes. And once putting on your running shoes every day becomes a habit, then maybe I wear them outside right? Mm -hmm. Or whatever it is. And you start to stack these habits in a way that it doesn't even like one has become so concrete in your life that it doesn't feel like you're stacking more and more and more. So right. I think that that was really helpful in this, right? Like there were days where like the beginning, it was super hard for me to drink a gallon of water. Oh my and gosh. I, that would, I would, <laughs> I would be out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and poor Davis, I keep like throwing him under the bus, but this is like kudos to him. He works at least one day, if not two days or three days a week in the operating room. And he was Ooh. like, I'm not going to drink a gallon of water and have to scrub in and out a million times to go to the bathroom. And so he would like drink some in the morning and then basically like not while he was in the OR and then come home and have to finish his gallon. So like, Ooh. again, kudos to him. Rough. And if anyone has proved to me that there is a way to do this challenge outside of myself who builds my own schedule and only works X amount of hours a day, like the fact that he could do it shows that it is achievable, especially when you start, when you start small, when you start to redefine these things for yourself. Um, mm -hmm. But for me, right, it was like, okay, I know I have to start with water first thing in the morning, which is not my typical go-to. I would much rather start with danger juice, AKA coffee in the morning. <laughs> exactly. um, but if I didn't start, there's no way I'd, at the end of the night, I would have to like drink a ton of water and then I'd be up peeing all night and it would totally ruin my sleep. And then my sleep, like it would ruin my performance the next day. So it was like, okay, yeah. how can I 
change the way I operate in a slow enough way that like 75 days is a great amount of time to have lasting habit change. Um, but what did I need to do to make those things achievable? Like what was my smaller than small and smaller than that? And that was like, first thing in the morning has to be water. And then, Mm. Yeah. you know, the different Yeah. kind of tricks that I had. So, um, Awesome. yeah, for anyone listening, I think that would be something that to be completely honest, am I really proud of myself for completing the 75 hard? Yes. Would I suggest anyone else do it? I'm probably not. Like, Yeah. don't let this be your first <laughs> challenge that you've ever done. right. Yeah. It's like maybe just try to, yeah, consider. like those little things that you want to start, you know, this is something I talk about a ton with clients is this idea of like compassionate action, right? Sometimes we think like we, um, I, you know, have this like, in, in a way, like a mindful model of change is what I've called it, right? It's like, we start with awareness, start with awareness of what's going on. And then we think after we're aware of something, we go straight to action. It's like, oh, I'm doing this. I have to change it. I, I'm, I'm doing this. I have to like take a different step. But actually, in my opinion, the next stage is actually compassion. And so you compassionately notice and witness the deeper why behind your behavior. And then you filter your action always through compassion. So you witness it. You understand the deeper why. Oh, I, I know why it's hard for me to get outside and move. That makes sense, right? It's really cold and I don't enjoy that. The compassionate action I can take is to, you know, really like layer myself up and then go and move outside for maybe 20 minutes or 10 minutes, right? Whatever, you know, is realistic, right? It's not going to be realistic for me to be like, I'm going to take an hour long walk every day. You know, it's like literally a degree outside right now, like with the sun shining. So that's not realistic. So get realistic, right? Get compassionate, understand this, this is about the long game. right? This is about like, how are you engaging with yourself in the long term? You know? So that's what comes up for me, but. No, I think that that's great. Um, and I love the idea of compassion being brought into this process because I think so often we go to, oh, this person can do it. Why can't I? Or, Hmm. right, we start to tell these Like different comparison. stories, the comparison Yeah. and the stories and the stories stunt us from even starting. Um, Mm hmm And so really giving yourself, and as cheesy as it sounds, I can't tell you how many times I use it with clients where they will tell me the most self-deprecating thought. And my answer is, okay, if your friend came to you and said that exact same thing, what would you Yeah. say to them? And Mm compassion hmm pours out of them. mm hmm And Right. So we this, have, do you have self-compassion, right? Yeah. yeah, so being able to bring that back to ourselves Tell this entire process, I think, is huge. I wouldn't, I would not have been able to make it if I didn't, you know, the last, Amy and I were just talking about, the last five days I've been sick. And if I was still so rigid in the way that I was thinking, like, it's not, it's not a workout if I'm not in a puddle of sweat. It's not effective if I'm not X, Y, and Z. That it was like, okay, I was so grateful, even that when I was sick, my body allowed me to move and walk my dogs for 45 minutes outside. Mm hmm Yeah, And then my that's nights incredible. were gentle stretching. Mm hmm And 
before this, I think that my stories would have gotten the way of, you know, again, I keep looping back to redefining workout, but I would have been like, you know, I can't work out the way I'm supposed to quote unquote supposed to. So I might as well just like quit the challenge. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just not going to do anything. And so yeah. my 10,000 steps on my walk was 10,000 times better than having the rigid thinking that a walk is not moved, like a workout. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Wow. Look at us redefining 75 hard. I know. Um, you know what? Like I'm, It's, I can't remember what the name of the guy is that created the challenge, but he should call us, you know. Frisella, Andy Frisella. Frisella, yeah. Like I the think it's his name. New, he's like a, he has like a nutrition company or something, right? It's all wrapped up in this. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, they, you so know, what? he Maybe should not. call us. Frisella, give us a call. We are all about compassion and we have an idea for, how to bring compassion into the 75 hour challenge. Should we just get bro tanks that are like compassion? Compassion. <laughs> try it. Self-care. Give it a try. 75 hard compassion. 75 self-care. This is actually, that would potentially be harder than <laughs> what the 75 hard is. People really struggle with giving themselves self-compassion. So I agree. And Amy and I are here to hopefully invite you to give it a try. <laughs> hey, we just said don't do this challenge because the challenge totally sucks and nobody should do it, but you should do something that's even harder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is uh really gone down the drain. <laughs> yeah, we had we had some good points there. Um yeah. Yeah. so yeah, I will let you know um how we do. We've we've got with your final your final, final day, hours. less than 24 hours. Yeah. Final so proud hours. of you. So proud of you guys. Thanks. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. Definitely going to celebrate with breaking some rule of the challenge. I don't know Perfect. which one yet. I don't want to completely go unhinged because I have a sensitive tummy and um, <laughs> <laughs> that would not go well. That would not go well for me. Um, and so I will, I will check back with you about what. I'm curious to hear. Yeah. How it goes. Yeah. I have a, I mean, let's get real. Davis is going ice cream right away. Oh, a hundred percent. Right yeah. away. Um, I'm sure he already has it in the freezer. He doesn't. No, because oh. me, because I'm like, no, I can't do that. Not yet. <laughs> He's like, I, every I will cheat. Um, yeah, no, they did though. Right before we moved into our new house, um, talk about having, self-control they opened salt and straw down the street Ooh, for yeah. anyone that has ever gone to salt and straw ice cream who it's so good and it literally opened like the day before we moved into our new house and can you imagine how much ice cream y'all would have eaten you probably actually saved a lot of money too saved a lot of money think about it saved a lot of money uh and a lot of calories uh so yeah he i think if i had to guess he will who, if salt and straw was open until midnight, he would go get it tonight. I would imagine. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If I had to guess, his will probably be ice cream. Um. I really want pizza, so yes, I think it yes. might be a pizza night tomorrow night, and I'll keep you guys posted. Mm -hmm. Well, enjoy your pizza. We'll do.